Hi, Sammy Mays here with Mega Screen Scrub. My cousin Billy loved to talk on his phone, and that's what killed him. Cell phone grime. It should have been his brother Percy, that piece of shit. Mega Screen Scrub is the only grime-fighting product that harnesses the cleaning power of Norwegian algae. Think there are a lot of germs on a hobo's asshole? Of course there are, but right now your cell phone screen has five times more grime. So if you want to keep using your face as a subway seat, have at it. But if you want a mega clean cell phone and to not die like my cousin, Mega Screen Scrub is the answer. My name is David Potter. I tried a lot of different products before this one, and my life totally sucked. But then I came across this one, and I am so happy, I literally cream in my jeans on a regular basis now. But wait, there's more! If you order now, we'll send you an extra month's supply free. Mega Screen Scrub, a Popco brand. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda. Your number one source for road entertainment. That's right. Today, if you just act super sad, you can rob a bank. We were duped again in the arcade and some Netflix originals really do it for me. Yeah, and, and for also you. we learned what Justin really thinks about Steve Harvey. What does he really think oh, about? Oh, you're going to have to listen to the whole thing now. You don't know what segment I'm going to fucking talk about Steve Harvey, but I promise you I do. He he does. You do. Yeah, we you, call that a hook in the biz. A hook. He hooked us. I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me is... Justin Mitchell. Thanks again, everybody. We're back. We're here. Life is good. Uh, another Road Soda. I hope everyone's doing well out there. You can always write into the show, roadsodamail at gmail.com, or call... 706-200-1213 and uh, leave a message. No one's going to answer. Don't worry. Look, let, let's do this real quick. Let's write up off the top. Let's say, so, so people can write in and call. What are the, we got so many different things that you can write in and call about. Right. Right. You can write in and call about the Millennial Book Club. Did you watch the Netflix original we talked about and you have opinions? Do you have a suggestion on yeah. what we should watch? And uh, we got our new little shower thought segment. Do you ha- did you have a good shower thought? What did you think about our shower thoughts? You got the arcade. Did you play the game? Do you have a suggestion for the game? There's so many things. News articles. How? What did you think about some of these news articles? You know what I mean? Like there are interviews that we've had, even if it's like in the past, like 30, 40, 50 episodes ago, if you're just like, hey, by the way, I went on a deep dive through your old shit and you were fucking wrong. Because yeah. everybody loves telling people they're wrong. I love hearing I'm wrong. I'm just saying... There's a lot of ways that you can call and interact with the show and or write into the show. Yeah, you people are smart. We got smart listeners. You can think of something. The and smartest wanna, listeners, I would say. Yeah. And if you're listening all the time, wouldn't you just love to to be a part of the thing that you're listening to all the time? Which, by the way, speaking of like saying we have the smartest listeners, do you remember in the Plenty show when he kept saying like, Tampa, you're the judges, the best crowd in his Australian accent? I was yeah. eating that shit up. I was like, we are the best crowd. This is great. He says it to everybody. He's got to. That is really funny. And uh, speaking of the Plenty Show, we do have uh, someone writing in. It's Grant. Okay, I'm ready. Grant wrote in, and uh, this is, you know, he was listening to the last show, and he um, he said, uh, Justin, I think if you listen to the Plenty tracks, Pastures, and Cascade off the Handmade Cities Handmade and also cities, yeah. Sunhead, uh-huh. you'll understand why Plenty has fans and his fans hate Beaver so much. With that context, I think you'll understand what transpired at the show. <laughs> no fucking way. So last week we talked about how we went to this uh, concert a, a week before that. And this uh, artist, Plenty, is up on stage and it, we could have sworn he was looking right at us. Me and Justin saying yeah. next to each other. And then uh, he holds up his middle, he kept staring and then he yeah. held up the middle finger on his fret and he uh, gave us the finger. We thought maybe he was... Um, Looking at the uh, the sound booth or something behind Dude, us. This is so funny. But Justin, so, actually, yeah, would you, you were wearing something. I was wearing my Bucky the Beaver shirt. But it's so funny that Grant even knows who Plenty is. Like nobody knows who Plenty is. Grant is a legitimate superhuman. He's he's, he's yeah. an alien. I was telling you before the show we have uh, an email that I want to read you. And what? I was explaining how 
I was like, you know how he picks out things that are like really, really um, specific and gives us answers to him. Like we had a, a episode a few weeks ago where we talked about a, what's it called? Uh, a sinkhole. And like, I was like, I've never seen a sinkhole, a video of a sinkhole. And he sent a video of a sinkhole. So, but this one's really specific. We both had a question. Like the, if you think about the whole thing, even from the beginning, there was a lot of talk about your, be- your, your Bucky's t-shirt. You got to wear it. You're like, I got to wear my Bucky's t-shirt. I make a lot of friends. Yep. And, and I then we, it was a, it was all the talk. We talked about it. We obviously talked it on the, talked about it on the show and plenty, you know, we had that incident with the flipping off. We both remembered, we both talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then if we'd never said it here on this show, if it never came, we would have never had an answer to that question. It would have never been heard right. by someone who could literally shed insight. So, I mean, you know, those songs, I'm sure. Well, this is my headcanon now. I think he's mostly joking, but that's my headcanon. You think he's... Yeah, I, he could totally be joking. I believe he is because taking the piss, as they is say. Is he taking the piss? Yeah. But still, just the fact that he knows plenty. Yeah, and just the toss out. That's awesome and, that uh, he knows him, man. I actually, right now, Every Piece Matters is my, uh, my jam right now because he is so good at hook writing and melody writing, right? So his melodies, if you have a four bar chord progression, which means like that's how long the chord progression takes, a lot of people, pop music especially, the melody will be just those four bars. And so he'll make a melody that's 16 bars. So even though the chord progression is staying the same, his melody is evolving. And in this song, Every Piece Matters, the first time he plays it, it's very staccato. He's using a, a pick or a plectrum to hit the string, right? And uh, he's using a lot of um, finger kind of bending it a little bit out of tune, like a little vibrato and stuff. And then the song goes away a little bit. And then when that melody comes back, he plays it, but he uses his vibrato bar or his whammy bar to make uh. it really expressive. And like, he's not picking. He's using hammer on and pull. So it's a really smooth attack. So it's just so interesting. You should listen to that song. Plenty, everything, uh, every piece matters. And uh, it's just really cool because... He has two very, it's the same exact melody, but they feel so different. It's like just a testament to how great of a musician he is. It's super cool that Grant sounds uh, mega technical, mega like good. And I I mean, I heard him and I fucking loved it. I'm going to definitely see. I took it seriously. Because now I'm thinking about it. I was like, they're not even lyrics in his songs. No, there's not. So I think it's just because he definitely the titles. Yeah. Right. So um, still awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then he said, Huntsville has the U.S. Space and Rocket Center and the Marshall Flight Center, which is uh, supposed to be Nats' biggest center. I've never been to either, but I've driven by on Highway 565. Perhaps that accounts for your rocket scientists. Grant. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah we how- got one. Yeah, we got a, a podcast scientist, what we yep. have. We have, uh, thank you, Grant. Thanks, man. You guys can also write in, be a part of the show, uh, and call in. And, you know, I hope you, uh, you like this episode. Yeah, I hope you guys did too. Now another word from our sponsors. Hi, Percy Mays here with Ultra Screen Clean. You know my brother Billy is dead, but you might not know how he died. Filthy cell phone screen. Ultra Screen Clean is the only filth fighting product that harnesses the cleaning power of Swedish algae. Think there are a lot of germs on a homeless guy's taint? Of course there are. But right now, your cell phone has five times more filth. So if you want to keep using your face as a park bench, have at it. But if you want an ultra clean cell phone and to not die like my brother, Ultra Screen Clean is the answer. My name is David Potter. I tried a lot of different products before this one, and my life totally sucked. But then I came across this one, and I am so happy. I literally cream my slacks on a regular basis. But wait, there's more. If you order now, we will send you an extra month supply free. Ultra Screen Clean, a Popco brand. interrupt this programming mm-hmm. to bring you some wet damp loose news and you're fucking welcome by the way yeah yeah you're fucking welcome you, you tell him justin yeah man you tell him how good we are being um actually i wasn't gonna read that um <laughs> uh, I kind of, maybe I should. It just says mom made the news, right? And then it says next to it uh, for my siblings. I was going to send this to my sisters and I still think I might. Uh, I'm going to open this up. Let's see it. Comes from, oh my gosh, it's going to, yeah, it comes from my Suncoast. 
Woman caught vacuuming her sidewalk on uh, in Facebook. But wait, there's a backstory. So I guess there's a video that went viral of this lady out on the sidewalk in front of her house vacuuming. And uh, there's, you know, inside family joke, my mom's clean freak. Yeah. And um, I think I even made a joke. One of my first jokes ever on stage was about her like vacuuming the walls or some shit. Really? Yeah. So I just thought it would make them laugh pretty hard. It is a great picture. If that's the actual picture, it's so great because they've got like old, like 80s. Like an Astro van looking thing. Astro van, yeah. And she's just outside vacuuming. It's great. And it doesn't look like a new vacuum either. No, it doesn't. Um, But apparently the backstory is something I kind of glanced through it. Uh, It's, it's, um, I guess there was like a broken glass or something. Alzheimer's. Yeah. And also she's, I should have, I should have gone that route. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Um, Man not charged because he made everyone depressed. Oh, I can't wait. Elderly. Oh, man, the picture already bums me Dude, out. He's saying, oh, my God. He's got a Fu Manchu gray hair, super receding hairline. It's the Santa Claus eyes, if you can believe it. And Santa just, Claus eyes. And fucking glasses that don't fit. What a bummer this man is. Yeah, man, he's, he's looking down. Uh, elderly man, half-heartedly. A half-hearted Florida bank robber won't be jailed. That's a mouth jumble of a headline. Of course, always for my son coast, you can check out this article for yourself down at the bottom uh, in the description. A 74-year-old Florida man won't go to jail for his half-hearted attempt at bank robbery caused by depression over his wife's death. Oh, dude. So he was Bummer. just Yeah, his wife died, and then he was just like, well, I'll rob a bank. Because he's just so sad. We just got sucked in immediately. It's I bullshit. Know. Wow. What the fuck? This guy's good. Maybe the, maybe he is that good. Maybe it's just the no, best. No, you and I were immediately sucked in. Because we do feel for him. I mean, you know. And plus we saw the picture. Oh, my yeah. God. If you guys saw this in person, it's literally like Santa's brother who's an alcoholic. <laughs> he's just like, yo, just 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 get the, get the elves to build me one of those oh, dolls again. Oh, Fred Claus. Um, Will you yeah. please come to Christmas this I, year? I, look, I told you I'll probably be there. But Fred, I got we, I got stuff to do. We care today. about you, Fred. To, look, ho, ho. it's it's on a Thursday this year, and Thursdays are bingo night. And come on, Fred. Ho, ho. Yeah, I I hear you, <laughs> yo. So listen, but what I was saying is like those elves. Can they make me one of those dolls again? You know the elves always get you what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. What are these elves making? Um, I didn't read, I don't know, Sandy Hawkins reached an agreement with Palm Beach County uh, prosecutors on Friday. He will spend the next year at a Christian residence for the homeless, and if he stays out of trouble, the charges will be dropped. So he was homeless, his wife had died, and he was going to rob a bank and turn his life around. I mean, his... The American dream. The American dream, man. This is your bootstraps guy right here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Some impossible shit. All right. Again, I only read the headlines on these things. Wait, so. wait, wait. By the way, I'm, I I missed the game we used to play where I tried to guess what this was about based on the headlines. You want to guess? Tell me what the headline is. Oh, the headline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or my headline? No, no, no. The actual headline. The actual. That's uh, pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Let me try. Uh, class ring lost in Maine found in Finland 47 years later. It's pretty specific. All right. Oh, wait. He, he fisted the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. The ring came off. During the fisting. And I, then the Loch Ness Monster went to wherever the fuck that was in Finland? Yeah. Because yeah. it's the mi- the migratory path. Of the Loch Ness. Of the Loch Ness Monster yep. is down. Did I nail it? Yeah. I think Sweet. so. Sweet. Let's read on. Right. You see, man, what's wrong with me? I was going the real route over here. Come on, Isaiah. Get it together. A class ring that vanished in 1973 is now back with its owner more than four decades later. Can we just already see that, like, and I'm sorry if your listeners bought class rings, but who the fuck buys class rings? I know. Like, I'll never forget my brother was graduating high school and he bought, well, maybe because I dropped out of high school at 16, so I wouldn't know the joy of buying a class ring, so I might be I don't think. But my brother was buying one and he was like, it was like $4,000 or something. Wow. Like, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it was, I remember finding out how expensive it was. I was like, that's a guitar, you know, because I'm a man child and I was like, yo man, that's a PS4 and a guitar. What are you doing? That's stuff I can use. That's just a shiny thing on your finger that lets people know you. class ring in high school. What kind of person gets a class ring, would you say? If you had to put a 
Mid- oh, all in one Midwesterners category. who were on the football team, like hardcore. All class rings, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they get Big the special deal. one with a little and football on it. And they give their girlfriend, and it's like a promise ring. Yeah. Oh, you were my class ring, Shirley. You graduated three years ago. Yeah, but I buy you alcohol, so you have to fuck me. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it gets dark. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying it's fucking... I, I've been out to where my parents live. It's the class ring thing. That's what it is. How about... Uh, let me read the next one. Ready? A uh, guy wakes up one morning and says, I want to be on the news today. Oh. Do you want to say what... Do you want to try to guess from mine? Okay. So, a guy wakes up and says, I want to be on the news today. I'm going to say it involves a zoo. That's where my mind goes. Because... But what does he do at the zoo? All right, so I want to be on the news today. I go to the zoo. How oh, many interacts with an animal in an inappropriate way, or maybe he like helps. He gets in an enclosure, maybe. Yeah, maybe he just like puts on, um, puts on makeup like gorilla makeup, and just goes and sits in there. Yeah, I gotta stop picking that Sorry, thing, man. No, my arm is itchy, and I forget. Like my my sleeve has been in progress so long that different parts have been healing and different parts have been not. And now I have to get used to, I can scratch other parts, but I can't scratch my forearm and I keep scratching it because it's itchy, forgetting that it's got a fucking giant it's, scab on it. Yeah, it's it's, like your arm has had open a, wound. a lot of, lot of um, trauma. 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 And now you, and then you're, you just, and you're scratching away. Like you got to put a big cone on your head like a dog. A cone on my wrist? Yeah. I just use a cone to scratch. I don't give a fuck. I'm almost human. All right, all right, all right. So what goes on? So this is it. Uh, this is the actual thing. Right. Uh, Florida man told he can't bring life-size Trump cutout to his dialysis center. What the fuck did you just read? Yeah, that's what that I said. That is such a great headline. Isn't it? And that that's... dude, and I know this is like inappropriate, you know, it's a little bit of a... That dude who wrote that has jerked off to reading that over and over He's again like, back oh, at his yeah. house. He is He's so like, proud of that. That is a <laughs> life achievement. I can't believe I... Look at that. That's a big mirror back there. Okay, he said this what is like a real... Fuck? This is a real thing that really happened. And this raises so many questions. Like, you already know pretty much as much as we do from He's the He's going to a dialysis center. And he's like, what do you mean I can't bring Trump? Come on, man. You, you're, you, you knew last week you were here, okay? For, and you wouldn't shut dialysis. up about Trump. You're right, and you you would yeah. talk about Trump, and you know that all of us are supporting Bernie. We talked about it, man. You you, in it's, fact, we had to kick you out. Fr- he's my friend, and then you have to go. I'm. Bring- he's very sensitive and light. I can't leave him outside. The wind may take him away. I'm. I gotta bring him in. He's my friend. You really love this thing, huh? I mean, I I love Trump. I don't know why you, it's not a thing. It's Trump. <laughs> it's my friend. Look at him. Give him two thumbs up. Look you think he does that for everybody? Dude, of course. If there's going to be a cutout of Trump, yeah, you know he's got be, both his oh thumbs up. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Let's just read the real the real insanity here just for a second, just to see what reality Stranger gave us. Stranger than fiction, am I right? I know, right? A Florida, a Florida patient says his dialysis facility told him he could not bring a life-size cutout of President Trump for emotional support. This is my emotional support, Trump. It's registered. Get the on fuck the, out of here. It's on the same this website. Is not, dude. No, dude. She Get the regist- fuck out of here. She registered a beehive. I can register Trump. Look, I got a license. Look, people Look aren't registering vest. beehives. Look at his vest. Anyone could just say? buy it that says, vest. do not pet. <laughs> <laughs> do not pet him. He is working. Look, you could buy, anyone could just buy one of those things and toss it on a, a cutout of Trump. Look at this license. All right, so say? so so you're good at so you're good at Photoshop, man. Listen, don't pet him. <laughs> I'm in here for my dialysis. Look, just pay my fucking emotional, copay. My emotional the, <laughs> emotional support, Trump. Nelson gets, dude. I don't even want to keep reading it. You get the fucking idea why he did it. It's emotional support. I'm here in discrimination. It's his emotional support. If I was a lawyer, I'd take that guy's case. I bet you that that is a good fucking case. That is. A I great, would take it. That's the shit I would take. Yeah. Yeah, Justin. All right, let, let me in on this. Police. <clears throat> Texas driver who hit pedestrian, left body in car, went to bar. I fucking get it. <laughs> I just fucking get that energy, man. I feel it. What are you looking at me for? You're just going to sit there all night? Look, you're really bumming. Oh, I hit you. Just going to. All right, I'm going to the bar. I can't handle you anymore. Oh, I pictured him putting her, or I, why did I say him and her? All right, that's what I pictured. Right. Is a dude hitting a woman killing her 
and then just putting her in a trunk and being like, well, I'm going to jail. Like, he probably did. I ha- I was imagining her uh, or him. I like that you're imagining her the, sitting in the passenger seat. In the passenger seat, seat yeah, like yeah. slumped over with like blood. with a concussion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just going to pout all night because I hit you? Right. Like, I'm well, making a pit stop before we go to the hospital. Or maybe that was his genius plan. He was going to go get super hammered and then they were both going to go get in the car and he's going to wake up and be like, she was drunk. I was drunk. I don't even, we, I don't know what happened. Yeah, that could be it. Or maybe he was planning on, in case he got a DUI car accident, he could throw her in the driver's seat and jump in the passenger and be like, oh, she was supposed to be my DD. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. All right. Well, really? That happened? sounds like a good service. Yeah. Like, <gasps> you know. Wait, no, no, no. An actual DD will always be a good service. A fake DD. No, no, no. You, you, you buy a cadaver from us. Yeah. You dress it up and uh, you keep it in your trunk. Right. And then if you ever get in a car accident, you just, uh, or DUI so or something. Driving, I wasn't yeah. driving. That was, it was the dummy. Yeah. It was All the, right. I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> it was the two-year-old, the two, the, the, the been dead for two years body. Anyway. Yeah, dude, police said drunk driver hit a pedestrian, kept on driving with the man's body inside the car. That is way fucking worse. Wait, do you think he like went through the windshield? Well, like flew that, up and yeah, went yeah, into the windshield? Yeah, either into the windshield or like wrapped around a tire or something or like connected to the bumper. Just flat out on the hood. <laughs> and then he just stopped at a bar. Yeah, the 24-year-old driver, Paul Joseph Garcia Jr., was arrested after the incident on Saturday. Police identified the victim as 55-year-old Lee Martin Cagle. Good name. Uh, Garcia left his car, and with it, the body of the person uh, they say he hit. I don't fucking know, man. You guys can read the full article. It's just bumming me out. Um, It's fucking terrible. It is terrible. There's your news. All your news is down in the description of of this show. (laughs) Of this segment to this show. Show notes! I'm Jim James of Janestown Crematoriums. Our ovens have been on for 20 years and we love what we do. Most crematoriums won't bring up the issue of wrong body cremations. Because people expect 100% accuracy in our line of work, but insiders know industry average is only about 81%. But here at Janestown, we have been highest in our region for 10 years at 89%. That's 10% higher than the other guys. So the next time you have to cremate a loved one, please consider Janestown. You can rest easy knowing you have a much higher likelihood of getting back the ashes of your loved one and not the ashes of your neighbor or worse, their poodle. Don't get burned. Leave the incineration to Janestown. A Popco brand. Ladies and gentlemen, the suds are in your hair. The warm water is running down your back. Because I use that as like literally if I couldn't take super scalding hot showers, I don't know that I'd be able to train MMA because like that really helps. You know, you take a nice hot shower and the suds are in your hair. You really relax finally. You know, you're breathing normally. You're not doing that Westerner shallow breath. You're not stressed out from work. And, and then boom, a thought. A little voice jumps in your head. Pops in your head. Hey, hey, Justin. Yeah? Hey, Justin. The Simpsons never predicted a long living cartoon predicting the future. <sighs> And you're like, what the fuck shower thought was that? Okay, so you're saying, the so the, the premise is that the Simpsons have predicted a lot of things. It was a long-running cartoon show, and it and one of the things is they've, Simpsons did it, Simpsons right. did it, like they've written about everything, right, and, and also they've like, predicted yeah. a lot of things in the future, except for... So they've never had a long-running cartoon show that has predicted the future. Right. I would like to dig into those comments and see if anybody mentioned the um, the ongoing series action movie. Right. Do you know what I'm talking about within the series? What was his name? Not the re- Troy That's McClure. the reason I even use this one because I was like, oh, he loves The Simpsons. Yeah. So not Troy McClure, the famous actor. There's another actor and there's always like a clip of an action movie with this guy's like an Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of character right right and if you link together all those clips it's actually a continuing story oh really right? and so i wonder if there's anything well that's not a long that's a movie not what a about TV show. if there's ever an episode where <gasps> itchy and scratchy itchy and scratchy predicted a okay predicted something that happened within yep. the episode yeah that's the episode you'd have to find yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that there's there's like we got a deep dive itchy and scratchy yeah all right 
that's we're gonna, you just got to hold up in a and, and get all the. Jeez, how many episodes would there be with Itchy and Scratchy? I grabbed one more just in case. All right, let's see what happens. I see what happened was I knew that one would make you like remember about the Simpsons, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, we got to have something that's gonna spark some conversation. Right, so I see. hope I hope this one makes something a little better. Ready? <laughs> and then the the voice comes in your head. While you while we sleep, our brain makes up stories, and then gets scared of them. <laughs> this is such a great thing, especially someone who's had sleep paralysis. Actually, you know, I don't I don't get sleep paralysis so much as as I've like since I've turned thirty. I don't right. really have it. But th- there was a point where like Mandy was so desensitized to it, where she would just like hit me and she like get over it. She didn't even feel bad for me anymore. It was happening like twice a week. So it is really funny that it is your brain making up stories, and then you be yeah. like, <laughs> dude, you it's know? just yeah. you. You're spooking yourself. But you know what? I do that to myself all the time irrationally i'll be up at like three in the morning recording music and then i go to walk to the fridge to get water and then as i open the fridge i'm like when you close the fridge there's gonna be a demon where that is you're gonna be face to face with a demon it's like why do you do that to yourself why are you telling yourself yeah, what are you doing I'm, I'm literally afraid to shut the fridge now and it's like what a crazy power our mind has over ourselves so you so you leave the fridge open for three days and- yeah you know what would you fucking do <laughs> right i don't know man that's why I, I i did the same thing did you ever watch that show, um, I'm with Busey? No. There was this uh, show on, on Comedy Central a long time ago, and it was uh, this guy, this comedian that just hung around with Gary Busey. I haven't seen the comedian since, honestly. But he just hung out with Gary Busey all day, because the guy's a fucking nut. Yeah. And he always had these like anagrams. One of them was fear. You know what fear is? False evidence appearing real. Like That's the kind of shit he would say. Wow. Just super fucking nut. But yeah. Yeah, but that was inspiring a little bit. It is kind of inspiring. Yeah, it's nice. And it is. It's, you know, um, yeah. So your brain is creating and then you're getting scared. And So there's the shower thought segment. There's a shower thought for the week. Shower you know, thought for your week. And by the, the way, week. think about that. I just want to say that we don't have to use Reddit. If anybody listening has had an excellent shower thought, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, me you too. Know? And I want to, uh, I want to try to get my brain in the place again where it's kind of thinking about those things yeah because i want i'd love to come up with uh, some of our own and some of them are are not thought-provoking like i'll give you a shower thought that okay. i had sure. uh about a year ago i was taking a shower and i said you know i i like to listen to music like some people watch movies you know i put headphones on and like listen to an album not while i'm reading a book or scrolling like literally just sit and listen to a full album and I came out to Mandy and I was like, out of the shower, I was like, wouldn't it be great if they had something that was like a movie you could go to except for like music? And she goes, oh, Justin, did you just invent concerts really condescendingly? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> So like sometimes shower thoughts don't have to be deep. They can be really fucking stupid too. And you gotta, you gotta test them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Test them out. I uh, had, test them out on us. Email us. I had this. I've got a very similar story. I'll, I'll make this even quicker. I uh, try to do it quick. I had friends mm-hmm. that were just talking about they were trying to be all entrepreneurial and and stop and and how can we do? It? They said, you know what? How people sell land? What if we sold like space? You know, like space in the air. Like you. When then, how would you mark it off? They're like, I don't know. They'd put like come kind of like walls around it, and then someone else was like, Did you guys just? invent the building (laughs) it was like basically the same kind of thing yeah but that was their whole thing they had this idea and then someone was like yeah it's dude you're it's like a skyscraper yeah exactly um yeah i let's try to think of some of our own as well this episode is brought to you by faux diplome university faux diplome university real degrees for real people guaranteed degrees guaranteed dignity i'm ted kavinsky i've been working at walgreens for three years and i was passed over for a promotion twice all because i didn't have a degree even though i was a better employee and more knowledgeable about the job then i found faux diplome now i choose who gets the promotions faux diplome university has been creating stories like this for over a year We pride ourselves on having the highest graduating percentage of any university. That's because at Faux Diplome, getting your degree is as easy as paying your tuition. Once the tuition is paid for your degree, it will arrive at your door in the amount of time it would typically take to earn that degree. 
enroll in the AA program, and in two years, you will be a degree-carrying hot commodity in today's job market. And while you wait, you can keep your friends and family off of your back by telling them you are enrolled as a student, knowing you will be guaranteed their sweet adulation when your degree finally arrives. Faux Diplome University, giving people better jobs with a framed piece of paper. Okay, what are you doing coming in here? I just want to play some games. No, 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 no. You see, you see that picture on the wall? Is that you? No. Who, who does that? Does that look like me? I mean, it looks like it could be a young you, like more handsome, but young. Whoa, whoa. I don't know about. I was very, very handsome when I was young. Look, who does that look like? Don't play dumb with me. On the wall. Is that Dick Cheney? It's either I, a young you or a young Dick Cheney. Look, kid. That's you. Okay. It's me. And you are not allowed. In this I'm not that handsome. <laughs> Every week you come in here, yeah. you drain me dry of my code red. Yeah. And then you expect just to, to put your little ring in there with the little string. Yeah, with the string. The, yeah, no, 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 no. It's not happening anymore. All right, listen, here's the deal. AAS. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know who that is, but they took the high score from me. You got to let me in here so I can fucking beat them. Well, what's, your, what's your name? A-S-S. I'm ass. Oh, wait, who is the, what was the other one? That He's also you? ass, but it's oh. A-A-S. Well, how do you know it's him? Because I, last time I was here, I saw that he put his initials in. He got the high score last time. All right, look, I'm going to let you I in I need in. Okay, I'm going to let I you in this one time because I'm just sick of talking. Ass is funny. Are you sure? You know, I think it's hilarious. You know, think you think you're the first kid coming here put ass on all my Frogger machines. I'm the first kid to be number one with ass on the Frogger you know, machine. And I think about it, you're the only kid ever in here. So why don't you just come on? <laughs> I in. appreciate that. <laughs> now, thank you for joining us in the arcade. Uh, the arcade, the Apple Arcade, is just a uh, it's a it's a the Netflix service for games. That's what it is. You pay yep. five bucks a month, and then uh, you have a choice of a shit ton of games to choose from. And they're good. They're good. Last week, we chose Elderberry and the Stench of the Hearth Throbbern um, to play. And that's actually not the game. The game is actually <laughs> a tone. A uh, tone. A tone. I think it's Memories of the... Of the Old Gods. Of the heart, heart Tree. That's the one. Legends of the life tree or something um, yep. i'm really sorry that's that's not really good i'm gonna be honest with you man i downloaded this thing i was yeah. very pumped i was very excited yeah, i was too and um just for the you know to give it a little bit it says with heavy emphasis on narrative yeah a stray a straw's journey through midgrad is filled with uh, nordic lore mysteries twists and consequential decisions it's almost just like the last game we played guildlings very similar. Very similar. Only if I had to choose one to play. I'd play this one. I'd play this yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Because the pe- the puzzles, I can see if they're from what they are now, I can see them getting pretty confusing. Yeah, I want to say I played for about an hour. Okay. And So wh- where did you end up with that in that hour? I don't remember. Not far out of the first starting town. But like um, there was an illness that kind of overtook your first starting town. You're the chief, I believe. And, uh, you know, I have the battle with your daughter and then you have to go out like in the dream and then you have to go out and go over the bridge. And then there's some like some other stuff. But I honestly, I don't remember much after that. Like, so. Yeah, you're, you're like, sit, it starts and you're just sitting around a campfire talking or some shit. But yeah, there's like this illness and then you um, go and you battle like this weird mage thing. Right. Like you, there's like a problem and, um, someone's, I think it might be your daughter's telling you not to go. Cause yeah, I, I played it again just the other day, but I, the first time I played was like on that Sunday night. And, um, I always do that just because in case it is good, I want to play into it so I can yeah. have more to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played like that first little bit too. And then did you ever, did you wake up as the girl yet? No. Okay, so... So maybe I didn't play that long. Did you have that battle with that mage? Yeah, yeah, because you have to leave and go... Like, after you have that dream with your daughter and everybody's sick, you go over the bridge to, like, the second area. So, uh, yeah, it's not that far after that. 
Yeah, because so it's it's actually like really soon. Like so you go yeah, into, yeah, it's yeah. like kind of nighttime it seems like in this little shanty town. Yes. And then you go from there you go to like this weird like cave thing and as soon as you walk in uh you know that shit's about to go down and you won't forget the battle. But did you have any battles? Cuz you wouldn't I don't, I don't think, think you'd so. forget it. I think it. I only battled the girl, the rhythm based. I only had the That's first what it battle. is. Yeah, 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 that like yeah, mage thing. Yeah, the yeah, rhythm yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like a yeah, it, it's it's like guitar heroes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So then yeah, as soon as that happens, you basically don't like play again for another like minute cuz it's like just a bunch of cutscenes and everything and he dies and then you become the little girl. And uh dude, dude she's not actually so she's actually not a little girl. She's like a, she's an adult. I think that I j- I think I just fucking quit out after that battle. I don't think I ever saw the little girl. Honestly, at that at that point, I thought for sure that you would be like, you know, I think I'm going to play this a little bit cuz that type of thing I was like, eh, he's the drumming thing, the timing. Uh I don't know if he's ever played guitar hero, but he might be someone I that's used like, to play the shit out of guitar yeah, hero. Yeah, so that's why yeah. I thought I was like you I would. just I I'm sorry like I think mobile games for me can't be narrative heavy. I think it just a lot of cutscenes and a lot of narrative things. I think it just turns me off. If this were a game on my PS4, right? Uh, like because there are tons of indie games on PS4, right? So right. If this was an indie game I bought online for like 4.99 on a flash sale. Like I'd probably play the shit out of it, right? But but when I'm playing on mobile, the heavy narrative stuff like just doesn't. It, so yeah, the combat was fun. Mm-hmm. It was it, and I, honestly, a lot of the thing about the game that I, I, I thought was creative, but I it's just not not for me. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think you're right. Like I think when it comes to a mobile game, I want. I don't want it to be uh, so much of a story. I want there to be more sort of like playing happening, more choices being made. Yeah. I need choices. That's why No Way Home, I mean, I like Grindstone a lot, but No Way Home was the perfect mobile game. Right. Because it is um, it is like a, a, like there's constantly action happening. You're constantly having to touch it and move things. And um, yeah, yeah, that's the, and there wasn't a whole bunch of story. This one, these last two games have been like nothing but story. And I mean, it said it right there in the first like line when you read it. It's like a narrative heavy. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I don't want to. I watch TV and, and stuff like that for for my story. I don't need it. And uh, I think when I play the game, I just want to be playing a little game. Yeah. You know, I want to play more. I want it to be more of a game. Like what's the game when you're just, I mean, it's, I guess you're fill, trying to find out, like figure out puzzles because it's a, it's just a bunch of fucking puzzles everywhere you go. Um, I would say, uh, what do you put it on? What do you put it at? I, I honestly, it's hard because I want to say just don't don't play it. Don't play I, it. I didn't really enjoy it, but I feel like if there was someone out there who really enjoyed reading like really dense books right like this might just be really fun for them yeah that's i'm trying to i'm really trying to figure out there is somebody that likes it or they wouldn't have made it because you obviously because you know the guys that made it were probably into it yeah there's somebody that's eating the games up and really enjoying them but it's um but see i don't know who it is even if i was gonna if i wanted to read a book i would just read a book Right. right i wouldn't i wouldn't play a game but i think that there's some people because a lot of games are made like this, like you were mentioning, but even on a PS4, there used to be, um, for like Walking Dead, there would be cinematic story games that you could buy. Right. From, I think Telltale Games is the company that makes them. And there's no combat or anything. They're like story-driven, dialogue-driven games. And so, I mean, if they make them, they're very popular. Right. You know, or they so. wouldn't make it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Of course, when they're making it at that level, it's it's there's a reason. There's got to be someone eating it up. So... I don't personally know that person. I'm gonna put uh, don't play it. But if you're if you feel you might be that person, because it is, it looks really good. The art's well done. Uh, every it the puzzles are well. Everything's well done. I'm just not fucking into it. Man. Yep, not into it. So give us a game we will be into, Isaiah. How about this game? I've got a really good feeling we're gonna be into it because I think it's one of the top rated arcade games. Like if you've downloaded it, the uh, arcade for the show mm-hmm. there's a good chance you have already been playing this game um but i see it on reddit all the time it's what the golf now see here's the thing i truly believe that i'm gonna put this in the binge category 
I haven't I haven't even seen a cinematic. I don't even know what it looks like, but just the idea that it's a golfing game on the app store and I'm assuming there's some fun twists like the balls or bombs or something like that. Dude, I can't wait to fucking play it. This is what I'm going to read to you. Ready? This is right from the, uh, the little little synopsis. Golf a horse, a house, or a car. A silly physics-based golf parody where every golf course is a new surprising type of golf. Some brilliant or hilarious. Others so absurd you will ask yourself, what the golf? Dude, here's the deal. When you said golf a horse, I was in. I was in mm-hmm. before, and then you said that, and I was double in, and then now you finished. I'm triple in. Golf a horse. Stop. Binge it. I'm gonna teleport to next week. Umbrella, <laughs> uh, not corporation. Um, umbrella Association Academy. Um, Academy. Umbrella Academy. I'm gonna teleport to the next episode and say oh, binge it already. Okay, because guys in the Umbrella Academy, if you didn't watch it, there's a guy that can teleport. That's right. Okay. Any. May or might may not be able to do it through time. Okay, <laughs> guys. Um, so that's what we're gonna watch next week or play next week. You can also send your reviews for the uh, for the game we just played or for the next game to roadsodamail at gmail dot com, and you can call and leave a message at seven zero six two hundred one two one three and uh, be a part of this here conversation. How do you lose one shoe? We're gonna be late! Let's go! Get your shoes! I'm a prisoner in my own goddamn home! Does this happen to you? Late again for Kids Eat Free Tuesdays at Bob Evans? Because your ungrateful kids can't find their goddamn shoes? Well, not anymore! With the all-new Kids Shoes. We adhere shoes directly to the soles of your kids' feet. Permanently! Your shitty kid will never make you late again. Kid shoes are made from real wrought iron, so you don't have to worry about them wearing down over time. We know the worst part of owning kids is the constant growing. That's why once a month, one of our shoe techs will come to your house and refit your dirty, stupid kids with a new pair of kid shoes. Starting at one year and up, Kid Shoes, a Popco brand. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. The Margaret and craft was a uh, a craft first seen and witnessed in the early 13th century. The Barbodacians were a Mesopotamian subcultural group. Margaret was their leader, and Kraft uh, was her macaroni and cheese. Now, when we first found these, we weren't really sure how to interpret them. The shapes, most of them had never been seen before. They referenced historic events that they couldn't possibly have seen. We just didn't really know what to make of the material. Um, until we dosed with a boatload of psychedelics, uh, we've made visceral, visceral love underneath the Mesopotamian moonlight. And, uh, well, the answers just kind of came to us when we were hung over the next morning and we, and we met a guy from the area that could read the stuff. Yeah. We should have just like asked because <laughs> actually a lot of people Was could read it. Read yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. That was a fucking bummer. So anyway, the uh, Millennial Book Club is also a great thing. This is the segment where we're just watching Netflix originals. No books. Don't worry. Uh, Last week, we told you guys to watch The Umbrella Academy. And so if you were good doobies, as they say, you would have watched um, The Umbrella Academy. And... um, I don't think it's one of those things where you can really spoil a lot just because it's a it's episodic and it's yeah. not like big cliffhangers and stuff. But um, yeah, I feel like um, there is like a definitely some story arcs that go on. But uh, I mean, I only I only watched three episodes personally. Okay, and that's actually exactly what I was going to ask. Uh, so it, the Umbrella Academy one. On one day in 1989, 43 infants are inexplicably born to random, unconnected women who showed no signs of pregnancy the day before. 
Seven are adopted by a uh, by billionaire industrialist Sir Reginald Hargraves, who creates the Umbrella Academy and prepares his children to save the world. Um, that's a really great synopsis. That is, um, you know, that's explained to you maybe within the first five seconds of yeah. the. This is like um, a Watchmen, an X Men, um, uh, a Harry Potter. Yeah, sure. I definitely got X Men vibes, but I can see the other two you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a super team. It's not in any universe. I always love. It's like somebody creating a new fucking app. You know, it's like somebody going, uh, yeah. There's Facebook and there's Instagram. I'm gonna make fucking Flabogram. You know, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, you're fucking crazy. You can't compete. And it pops off. And it pops off, man. I love when somebody creates a new universe. But from scratch that we haven't seen, like mm-hmm. fucking Harry Potter, like that, that bitch Jane Goodall is that her name? Uh, yes, that makes sense to me. That what checks is, out. What is her name actually? Uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. The J stands for Jane. Um, anyway, I got fucking Steve Harvey's bald head on this computer because that piece of shit. Uh, by the way, the Steve Harvey comedians in Cars with Coffee was one of the realest shit I've ever seen in really? my life. Yeah, you know, uh, Jerry Seinfeld asked him some question i can't remember what steve harvey's response was essentially like oh i think jerry seinfeld asked like what would you do if you couldn't do comedy or like what are you gonna do when you retire and he's like i'm gonna fucking stop smiling man (laughs) i'm so sick of being on that show and having to put on this persona and it was so real he's like yo man it's fucking work like when you get to this level you become an identity. You got to remain that identity. And I'm fucking sick of it, man. I was like, God damn, Steve Harvey. Damn, Steve I Harvey. I like you now. Yeah. All right. Anyways. That's Millennial really Book Club. Umbrella um, Corporation. Yeah. Umbrella Academy. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was thinking of Resident Evil. Uh, speaking of Resident Evil. I've been Evil. watching Gabe play the Resident Evil 2 remake. I've already beaten it, but I, I actually enjoy watching other people experience games. You kind of get high off their experience. And especially when you know it's coming, you're like, oh, they're going to get scared. And then they do. And you're, you know, you're validated or that whatever. Is. So that's, now it's okay for you to be scared. Right, right. So uh, Resident Evil uh, Umbrella Corporation is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right from the beginning. Now, this is something that's right up my alley. And I really... You know, um, I really want to pick stuff that you guys like too. Like now that there's, you know, when people reach back out and say that was really good, Mm -hmm. I feel better because you guys are watching it. Like I feel better because um, you went and you watched something and you enjoyed it. Like if I tell you to go watch something, like the other day when, um, you know, Nelly told me that Jeff... uh, wasn't super into dracula i felt bad really because the gore because uh yeah because the gore because he didn't uh he didn't really much like the gore and he felt bad i felt bad because it was he took my word and he said this thing is going to be good and then he actually went and and watched it and it wasn't and i maybe i guess it is maybe like an ego thing but i i want him to enjoy it i want him to to you know like stuff um, so I want to choose things that you guys like. Now, this is, I, I'm blinded by my own love for this kind of shit. Sure. So I want to try to step outside of it and really look at it for, for what it is. Um, what, what are your first thoughts on this thing? So, All right. so, you know, what we learned in like the first half hour of the episode of the first episode is that. There were children born on a very specific day at a very specific time, all two from what I understand to be virgin mothers or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, that was in the uh, little thing. It was, yeah, 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 they, didn't, yeah. they weren't even pregnant the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they just... Bam, they're pregnant and pop out a baby. Yeah. So there's an old man who goes around and he collects eight of them? Uh, seven. Seven, I'm so sorry. Actually, no, I think he does. Isn't that weird? I think he does uh, collect seven, and then the one that doesn't have powers, uh, quote-unquote. Right, the one that's not special. uh, Yeah, she. I don't think she got a number. I think maybe you might be right, and he only called it seven. Yeah. Well, either way, man, I I was really hooked by that. It was an interesting concept. That was, yeah. And um, the first episode is a lot of, like, world-building, so to speak, but, Uh but... by the second episode, yeah, like I was hooked. Like I think this is probably going to be in Mandy and I's rotation. 
Okay. So, so you'll actually finish this one up. and Yeah, I think so. Like Lock and Key, to be honest, I haven't watched since. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one I think that we'll probably finish. Yeah, I think Lock and Key is, it just wasn't aimed at our age. It's definitely built for, for a younger age. But like, this is of course more adult themed. But yeah, dude, it's such, I love super imagine, imaginative stuff like that. Like that is very thought provoking. Like, And ooh. I also like that their superpowers were somewhat unique. Right. You know, like, um, they were somewhat unique and they weren't extremely, um, like, they weren't extremely superpower. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, right. I know the one kid can, like, teleport around and potentially time travel, but, um, it wasn't like, it felt more real. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you, there is a certain sense of, like, believability that people want. Like, like, great example is Star Wars. Everybody wants to know how the fucking force works, and then they they're, they're stuck writing uh, a book or doing something that explains on like a real world level how it works, right? Like they want to know, and uh, like it's like the bacteria or something. It's some kind of bacteria that they're fucking controlling, right. if I'm not mistaken. Like people like that. I actually people, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So there is like a, they they have like these real world answers for mm-hmm. how some of the stuff works, or theoretically how I guess. And um, personally, I like answers to my questions. Yeah. But I know that in just about any fantastical thing, once you start, once you get down to a certain level, you're gonna find the disbelief where you're like, "That's fucking bullshit." But it's like, do you want to continue enjoying this thing? Then just, I want to know what the reason was why these kids were all born like how did they get there where do they come from but i don't need to know the fucking science i don't need to know how but you're right i like that it is like more realistic yeah i definitely like it um because one of the kids i think his superpowers is just like ghosts you know he can like yeah. see dead people that's which right is like people can kind of do that you know there's like st- there's like real life stories of people uh, teleporting you know are they really mysterious universe yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's uh, instances of people like disappearing somewhere and then reappearing like an hour later on the other side of the planet. There's a few instances of That's that. That's crazy. Yeah, they're really interesting. Well, how would stories. you even handle if that happened to you? I don't know, man. One step at a time. You just kind of appear in New York City when you're standing in London, and it's yeah. There's a few stories like that, but um, I love the way it was shot. I like the acting. They're yeah. all brand new actors, except for the girl who I believe actually is the face of Ellie from Last of Us. Like, I want to Google that real quick, but I'm pretty sure that's her. The um, I never watched all of The Last of Us. I Last of Us was like, a video game. Oh, it was a video game. Yeah, and honestly, man, guys, if you haven't played Last of Us and you feel like crying a bunch and fighting like weird zombies, you should absolutely buy a PlayStation 4. And Last of Us, it is it's a one good, of the it's a greatest. Worth a cry. It's one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. Is beating really? that game? Yeah, truly, it's my favorite game of all time. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Umbrella Academy isn't as good as this game, but uh, yeah, you got to see. She's been in a lot of stuff. What is her? Um, I'm looking. Her if you're right looking now. up her name, yeah. So, and I liked the music. I liked their choice of soundtrack that they kept using. Um, again, the the cinematography. Uh, costume was great, but yeah, the I, the newer actors they always do that so you don't have any. They're cheaper, and then you don't have what? any um, preconceived notions of how they're supposed to be. What were you gonna? So I just want to say that it's so funny that I thought she was the girl from Last of Us because apparently there is a controversy that the actress that played the girl who in Last of Us looked too much like Helen Page, which is just really funny. Yeah, <laughs> she tried okay, to so sue them, so it's not her. It's She's Ellen like, Page. you son of a bitch. And the yeah. guy's just like super obsessed with yeah. her. He has like a shrine in his house. Uh-huh. And, uh, like the design. Anyway, um, so. But, but yeah, this was, is going to be in the rotation for sure. I liked it. Yeah. I think the the guy that does see the ghosts, man, he you can see he was really trying his ass off. And I think he's going to become a much better actor over time. But you can really see him fighting for that like... Um, What's his name that played the Joker? The, the Heath Ledger? He's real going yeah. for that kind of yeah. Heath Ledger yep. kind of like Absolutely. crazy. Uh, and, but you know, that just that's that's a level of acting that's like whew, way the fuck out there. 
I thought it was great, man. I watched a number of episodes. I think I might almost be done. I think it was after the third episode. It just kind of started going by while I was doing other things. Mm-hmm. But um, I really, it's, this hasn't happened yet, but this is my prediction. The girl, the main girl doesn't have any powers, right? Well, that's what they say, Adam right? Page, that's what they say. My predictions is at some point her powers at the last second when you when when they're backed into a situation where there is no way out, literally zero way out. They're all backed in. Her powers are gonna yeah. There's something. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Or they're just gonna like Netflix blue ball us and not give her anything ever. Yep. I mean that could just be the story the whole time. Like yeah. The 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 drama of this girl. Oh, maybe the story is that. You don't have to have powers to help. Maybe she's at the last minute going to help without her powers. Right. Like she'll pick up a shovel and smack somebody in the face. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, You don't need powers to be special. Great message. So let's try to separate because we're both, uh, you know, like video games, cartoon kind of people like Mm -hmm. into this, this clearly, if you told me this was a, um, a comic book before, which it almost looks like it was by, by, uh, yeah, yeah. By, um, dark horse. What, how would, would you recommend this to people that weren't super into like superhero stuff? Yeah, actually. And specifically because, um, the superhero stuff is almost secondary to the story. Right. And, um, the superhero stuff is not, as I said before, it's like realistic, you know, it's kind of like, um, really graspable. It's really easy to be immersed in the story. So, right. Yeah. And you know, I think in today's world with all the different shows that we have going on, I do think it's people are a little more open to crazy things. I don't even remember that show Heroes. Yeah. That was on like NBC. Oh like, yeah, that was extremely popular. Extremely Actually, popular. I don't think I've even ever seen an episode, honestly. Yeah, but. my mom used to fucking watch it and she watches like soap operas and <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Let's do Grey's Anatomy. Oh with man, super please powers. don't please fucking don't because Mandy watches that show all the time. I can't stand it. I mean, hey man, Mr. Mick, uh, Mr. Mick Griddle. What's his name? Mick, um, the handsome dude, Mick nightmare. I have no fucking clue. The guy, I, the, I'm trying to get at the joke that his character is Mick dreamy, Mick dreamy. That's what it is. <laughs> dude, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the, like they weren't even, they were either like, they weren't even trying like, we'll call him uh, <gasps> Mick dreamy. It's a little on the nose there. Anyway, uh, I'm going to put this in. Must watch, but I also want to put an asterisk on it. Just I, I'm the taste of the Dracula things on my tongue, just because I don't. If you're slightly into this kind of thing, if even if you watched Heroes, it's a well-made. It's intriguing. It's it's funny. Um, it's int- like it's it's brilliant as far as uh, the imagination that there. It, there's a lot of stuff like we've seen a lot of superhero stuff. We haven't seen a superhero thing like this. Like this is, yeah. And actually, the comic book that it reminds me of is a comic book called The Runaways. Right. Yeah. Are you familiar with it? Well, it's the it's like in the Marvel universe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had, uh, you know, when the Civil War, not the movie, but when the Civil War was going on um, in the comic books, every comic arc that was out at the time would have an arc dedicated and eventually a trade paperback dedicated to the Civil War. And The Runaways had a really good Civil War arc. But if I remember correctly, it was like they were just they were superheroes who were adolescents yeah, that were on their own, right? The runaways, right? Yeah, and I believe their parents were either villains or superheroes or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's been literally thirteen years since I've read that trade paperback. So for me to remember is is really hard. But uh, that's what this reminds me of, mainly because they're kids, they have a weird childhood. Yeah. It's very X Men reminds me of X Men a lot, you know. Yeah. Like and- like you mentioned. And and I love that it is playing on a lot of the realisms of it. Like, yes, they do have powers, but they're still very real people. And like, if imagine these kids being raised by some eccentric billionaire, and they're all orphans. So in a way, it's like they become their family. It's it's a. I really really liked it. I think that a lot of people could find a lot of entertainment in it. It wasn't actually too gory. Like, it doesn't up close show gore from what I can remember. Right. Um, and now that I'm looking at it, the the comic book, quote unquote, it's a spinoff from the show. So oh, it was really? a show first, and then they have uh, Dark Horse picked up a comic book. That is uh, really interesting. So yeah, I would put it in must watch. It was really, it's been there for a while, a while on Netflix, and I'm really fucking happy I started watching it because it's it's actually 
up there with some of my favorite shows um like maniac was fucking awesome and mm-hmm. russian doll was fucking awesome i think this is one of those uh netflix really cracked her out of the park on that one so for me i think i'm actually going to put it in a watch it if it's there okay and that's because sometimes when you sometimes whenever mandy and i sit down to eat dinner mm-hmm. uh sometimes we eat at the dining room table but sometimes we eat in front of the tv and you just kind of want to decompress and eat food and relax and watch TV. And um, when you're watching something that you're really engaged in, it's actually hard to eat. You don't want to look away from the screen. You want to be engaged. It's one or the other, yeah. Yeah, so this was really perfect to be kind of like, while I was eating, I was into it, but um, I wasn't really upset if I missed a big plot point. So, so watch you, it Watch it if it's there. So you know what a watch it while you eat show would be? What? Um what was that hotel show that we watched in uh, insane hotels? No, um, no, uh, temporary hotels. Temporary. No, it wasn't that, but it was basically that. Was it instant hotel? Instant hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that's a good one. You know what we need to do? Um, coming in the future, we got to get a new. We we got to throw another one of those kind of shows in there. That was so good. Dude, those was, are so much fun to talk about. Yeah, they are fun. So I'm gonna look for that. Um, but we do have our next week's already chose oh yeah we do yeah so season two was just released actually um there are two seasons it's a netflix original and it is called altered carbon now altered carbon has been there for a hot minute like you said it's the second season already coming out obviously it was good enough had enough of a following to get a second season i never watched it i heard a couple people watch it uh, when when Greg was on the podcast, we discussed it. He said he was really ad, uh, adverse to it. Um, I want to do it. I want to do it just because it's again the second season was just released. Yeah, let's see what let's it's give about. Give it a shot. And then on the one after that, let's let's uh, move out of the the sci-fi realm, the the extreme. Yeah, let's find a good nerdy. reality show. Let's let's find a nice, fun, mindless reality show. But I'm actually really excited about Altered Carbon. Um, and uh, I was just going to read a little s- synopsis. After two, 250 uh, years on ice, a prisoner returns to life in a new body with one chance to win his freedom by solving mind-bending murder. Any more brain busters? If you want to send your reviews for either Altered Carbon or Umbrella Academy, you can send them to roadsodamail at gmail.com. That's our email address, so... Um, we get emails there you can can also uh call into the show and leave a leave a voicemail it's 706-200-1213 very easy and uh if you call and leave a voicemail we'll play it right here until next week And um, 128 felt kind of like 127, but it was uh, different. It was an additional one. At this point, honestly, like I've been, I got to stop drinking and driving, it feels like. But don't stop road soda. Don't soda stop in. road soda in with us. Don't stop that. You're That's legal. Road soda. Yeah. It's legal. Yeah. They're that's non-alcoholic. Not, right. And um, if anything, you learned something from our show. So what did you... Uh, What'd you learn? I learned that if you have Santa Claus eyes, you can get away with literally robbing a bank. Yeah. I learned um, I learned about Santa Claus eyes. I never knew that. To but be you a- felt it immediately when I said it. You like, said Look it. at that dude. He had Santa Claus he eyes. He had Santa Claus eyes. Yeah. I also um, learned that it doesn't really matter... Um, how how cool you are! You just don't buy a class ring. Don't do it. It's a fucking racket. It's a profit making thing. Oh, it's garbage. Don't do they it. They look cool. Isaiah, you know what's so funny is like, okay, I gotta tell you this. Just since you said they look cool, yeah. um, do you ever have like those moments? Like you know, they talk about like in romance. Like yeah, and that was the moment I knew that she was the one. We just had like a moment like that where right. like I am now going to be able to pinpoint the moment where we stopped being friends. Right. And it was the moment when you said that class rings look cool. So Oh. Yeah, bummer. 
Well, I mean, uh, bummer. Bummer it is. At least it's the end of the episode. <laughs> I'll be over it by next. This is a procedural <laughs> is to, or whatever they call it. You know, it's usually by the end of every episode, uh, Justin and I are not friends anymore, and it takes yep. the week to patch the relationship just to ruin it again. That's right. And honestly, it gives me a lot of fucking dopamine. Like, I really like this abusive relationship Very process. Very angry. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's addictive. Yeah, it is. Well, guys, uh, if anything... You should try to go to bed early. I mean, I try. I stayed up at night just so angry and pissed. But um, <laughs> Justin. I, well, duh. <laughs> the fuck else would I be in? Guys, try to go to bed early and uh, we'll catch you when? Next week. Thanks sure. so much for being here. <laughs> fucking. <think> you're so <laughs> fucking smart. <laughs>